Welcome to the Factor Think Tank podcast. This is an educational activity funded by SOVI. This podcast is only intended for healthcare professionals. All views and opinions expressed are those of the participants only. Welcome to the Factor Think Tank podcast series on synovitis in hemophilia. My name is Maria Elisa Mancuso. I'm a senior hematology consultant at the Center for Thrombosis and Hemorrhagic Diseases of IRCCS Humanitas Research Hospital in Rozzano, Milan, Italy. In this episode, we will cover the monitoring and follow-up of synovitis. With me to discuss this topic is Dr. Katarina Holstein, senior medical doctor at the Hemophilia and Coagulation Center Hamburg-Eppendorf. Dr. Holstein, welcome and thank you very much for joining. Thank you, Maria. Lisa, it's a pleasure to be here. So I will start with this question. Why should we monitor hemophilic patients for synovitis? So if you listened already to the previous podcast on synovitis, you learned that um, synovitis plays a major role in the pathophysiology of hemophilic atropathy. Therefore, I think it's very important to identify it as early signs of joint health deterioration and early detection of synovitis, even in asymptomatic joints, enables us to modify treatment. That means that we can either um, intensify the treatment for hemophilia itself or initiate some specific treatment for synovitis, for example. And uh, the aim of the early detection of synovitis is to prevent further joint damage. And um, this is, of course, important for our patients, as we also learned before, that because synovitis has a big impact on our patients. And this should ensure patients' quality of life. And we know that quality of life limitations are mainly um, caused by uh, physical problems. And uh, this is caused by hemophilic atropathy and chronic pain. This is what bothers our patients. So indeed, from your words, it's clear that synovitis is really an issue that we should focus on. Uh, In this light, uh, to be timely in uh, diagnosis, how frequently should we monitor a patient for synovitis? So I think there is no general statement fitting for all patients. As we also agreed in in our um, Delphi consensus manuscript, uh, there are some patients, uh, patient characteristics that influence the risk of synovitis and therefore should also determine the frequency of assessment. And those uh, factors are, for example, age, physical activity, bleeding history, pre-existing synovitis and joint disease. That means that, for example, a very active young patient with um, no obvious uh, joint disease has maybe the biggest profit from um, monitoring for synovitis because he has very much to lose and um, he would um, have a very good outcome if we detected early. And there was also consensus that the assessment schedule would be different for those with or without synovitis. So we reached consensus on the statement that patients with synovitis need more frequent musculoskeletal assessment than patients without synovitis. And that in the presence of chronic synovitis and no or limited joint damage, the point of care ultrasound assessment must be repeated every three to six months. 
and that at first detection of synovitis in asymptomatic joints, reassessment by um, ultrasound is needed within six months to be sure that it either hasn't become chronic or in the better um, case has resolved. Since it is very important to detect synovitis, I would like to ask you which are the tools available to monitor synovitis? Indeed, if we have imaging techniques or other way to detect and monitor synovitis over time? So in first place, we have the possibility to, to uh, take a medical history, to ask for symptoms and to do a physical examination. But I think the better and more sensitive way is to do a point-of-care uh, musculoskeletal ultrasound and to do MRI. And um, there are some schedules to do this uh, ultrasound uh, assessment for chronic synovitis. And I think that is easily done, is um, yeah, a cheap um, possibility to do and not really burdensome for the patient. And the assessment schedule should also be followed in uh, after first detection of synovitis in asymptomatic joints. You mentioned both uh, uh, point-of-care ultrasound and uh, MRI as uh, imaging tools. Uh, but I would like to ask you, when would you use MRI over point-of-care ultrasound for synovitis monitoring? Yeah, so I think MRI is a very good method. It's, it's quite accurate and um, very good to detect, quantify, and monitor synovitis. Um, and maybe in that a little bit better than uh, the point-of-care ultrasound, but it's a lot more expensive and a lot more burdensome and it's quite difficult on small children. And I think it's also very important to monitor these small children because the more early we do the monitoring, the better we can protect the children. On the statement, so we first had a statement in our consensus process that uh, we would uh, recommend at first detection of synovitis by uh, point-of-care ultrasound, uh, we would recommend MRI for confirmation, but this uh, could not reach consensus. So it was um, amended and uh, we um, could state then that in some situations an MRI would be helpful to provide additional information on joint structure. Um, for example, it could exclude uh, large subchondral cysts uh, before you want to do radiosynoviortesis or things like that. But um, we think that uh, the ultrasound is sufficient to detect, quantify and monitor synovitis. But as we all know, it's quite investigator dependent. So the um, doctors need to be trained to do it and, needs, and it needs to be in place at the center. That's of course um, necessary. Thank you very much, Katarina, for this interesting and engaging discussion. Thank you for having me, Maria Elisa. It was a pleasure. What we learned from this discussion is that it's important to regularly monitor hemophilic patients for the presence of synovitis in order to identify the early signs of joint health deterioration and put in place treatment strategies that are aimed at preventing further joint damage. This can be done frequently, every three to six months, with point-of-care ultrasound or MRI, and MRI can be used to better define some aspects.
If you enjoyed this podcast and want to find out more about the Factor Think Tank, please visit the website www.factorthinktank.com and make sure to tune in into the next episode where I will be discussing the prevention and treatment of synovitis with Dr. Gianluigi Pasta.